Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to the Woman Unbreakable Podcast. I am your host, Kim H., and I am so happy to be back with you again. We are continuing with our New Year Resolution series. And on this episode, I am going to be joined by a phenomenal young woman. Her name is Ayana Frierson. Ayana is a yoga instructor based out in New York City. She first began her practice five years ago to heal a back injury and then continued her practice to heal herself from a stressful work environment and in dealing with anxiety and grief after the loss of her mother to cancer. Having received her 200-hour Yoga Alliance certification from Sacred Sounds Yoga in 2017, she has since made it her mission to serve individuals and communities alike to offer the same healing benefits that the yoga practice has and continues to provide her. Combining her knowledge of anatomy with experience attained through her own personal practice, she crafts creative sequences and flows suitable for practitioners of various levels and also offers a more common, mindful, meditative approach. Whether you are looking to increase your flexibility, complement other forms of your training, or maybe you are just simply interested in creating a positive lifestyle change, Ayana has something to offer you. I hope you enjoy. I am excited to be with you all again. I have a really cool guest um, that is with me, um, Ayana. She's here, and she's here to talk to us about our New Year's resolutions in terms of getting healthy and getting fit. So I'm sure a lot of you are really, really interested to hear what she has to say. I have known Ayana for, it's been maybe a little over eight years, I want to say. I met her um, when she was an undergrad at the University of Connecticut, and I've just kind of seen her flourish and grow into the woman that she is today. She is a fitness, in my book, she's like a fitness guru. I'm, I don't know if she would consider herself that. <laughs> but I have watched her literally transform her life and um, transform her body. Thank you so much for joining us, Ayana. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a, a real honor, honestly. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know a lot about you, and I did read your bio, but can you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I'm yoga instructor now. Uh, um, I'm based in New York City, um, and I also am a weightlifter, and so I've uh, competed in a couple of bodybuilding shows. I'm an NPC bikini competitor is how you would classify me for that. Um, but yeah, my uh, lifestyle is <laughs> basically rooted in being healthy and being fit. Ooh, so and then you did win. I believe I saw that you did win like a medal or a trophy or something for one of those competitions, correct? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I, I competed in two shows, um, and the, my very first show, I kind of just jumped into it. It was um, something that was uh, sprung up on me. I, you know, regularly 
had uh, conversations with one of the trainers at the gym that I was going to at the time. And she would always, you know, throw out these dates for these shows. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm not interested in that. And, um, you know, one day she brought up a show and she uh, told me or invited me rather to a uh, posing session. Um, And so, you know, if you don't know with uh, bodybuilding competitions, a lot of it is uh, heavily based on your poses as you come onto the stage. Um, And Mm -hmm. so there's a, a whole world where you're, you know, actually preparing yourself to get on stage and, you know, show off your best pose. Um, and so, you know, there's classes dedicated to that. And she invited me there, and I went, and I was terrible. <laughs> um, but, you know, I kind of was – I think that was my motivation. Like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to uh, get myself ready and I'm going to enter into this show. Now, mind you, the show was three weeks away, and um, usually people take 10 to 12 weeks to prepare for a show. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I, you know, I was just like, I think I'm ready to do this. And, um, you know, the trainer who put me on to the idea, she thought I was ready, the posing coach, that I worked with, she thought I was ready. So I went to um, my trainer and I said, hey, I want to do this show. (laughs) He thought I was crazy, but um, we pulled it off and I placed um, fifth in that first competition. Wow. With only a short amount of time to prepare. Yep. So that speaks to your dedication. So I'm sure you're going to have lots of very interesting um, tips. So were you always um, into fitness and health? Uh, I wouldn't say always. I um, I think I was fortunate enough to have um, parents that actually uh, practiced eating or healthy eating habits, and um, they actually were very active in the gym as well when I was younger. Uh, mm. So I was kind of taught from an early age how to, to um, eat the proper foods, and um, my mom, she was the first person that took me to the gym, Um, so I got my first gym membership when I was 11, Uh, so it was like a, yeah, (laughs) Um, so I, uh, she would go to the YMCA, and um, at that um, particular location, they had a kids section, so um, after work, she'd, you know, take me and then she'd go do her own thing, and I would go off to, you know, the kids' area, um, which, you know, looking back on it now is kind of, like, cool, you know, in that way because she was able to do her own thing and keep up her routine as an adult, and I was, you know, becoming exposed to it but not really, you know, realizing because I was still having fun. Um, so, yeah. Um, so from those, you know, small beginnings, I started, you know, taking notice of, you know, what foods to eat, you know, especially like at my house versus going to, you know, someone else's house. Um, And, you know, I mean, once I became a teenager and I went off to school, you you start developing habits of your own as you're, you know, coming into your own, you know, growing into an adult. Um, So, 
I I would say I was, you know, starting to enjoy myself. I was still conscious or still had um, some of the habits that was instilled in me at a young age going mm-hmm. away to college. But I, you know, because it was a, a new place, I went to school out of state. So I was just living my best life, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then um, once I left school or graduated, rather, I uh, moved into my brother's basement, <laughs> and um, I I wasn't I wasn't making as much money at the time being a recent grad, so you know whatever I could afford to buy was what I was getting, um, mm-hmm. and then from I would say once I made up my mind that I was going to move to New York, um, I. With that, I decided that I wanted to begin to get back into the gym because um, I had noticed I'd put on some weight and, you know, it's kind of a little uncomfortable for me. Right, um, right. Whereas some of I us was, are right now, right? So yeah. some of us are in that stage where we're like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like I, I put on some weight. I need to get it together, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you get to that point where you – you start to realize differences in your body. And it could be as simple as how you're feeling all the way down to you realize that you need to start getting different size clothes. Um, Mm. And those are things that were all starting to happen to me. I didn't feel um, a certain way towards myself. I I wasn't, um, you know, depressed about it or anything. But I did notice, like, oh, you know, now I have to get a medium instead of a small. And, you know, I, I'm feeling a little bit more sluggish. And, you know, I don't have as much energy. Um, so those are, like, little things I started to notice. And I was just like, you know what, I want to turn this around. <laughs> because the, I guess the fitness journey, right, you have to be in it for you or else as we're going to continue discussing, there are other aspects of your fitness journey that would require you to be all in. I, I know, you know, some people, they, they're they motivated by different things, right? So with the, the journey in general, whether, you know, you're trying to lose weight or, you know, maybe you want to gain muscle mass or, um you know, if you're going into uh, different aspects, like maybe you want to become more flexible, um, it's definitely always better to do it for you. Um, And, you know, once you start doing things like, oh, well, I want to lose weight, you know, so that I'll be more appealing for somebody else, then I feel like you start to lose the, the real purpose or motivation behind it. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's not, not only with fitness, that's, you know, with anything. You know, mm-hmm. um, you can go out and, you know, try and get all this money to attract, you know, friends that you maybe always wanted but never had or, um, you know, maybe a different, you know, partner in your life. But then when it all comes down to it, if you're doing these things to attract certain people, then you're going to attract people that may want to be around you only because you have money or because you looked a certain way and not really because you were staying true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with fitness, it's the same thing. Like if you're trying to um, 
you know, go about this journey for somebody else, then you end up getting lost in the process. Mm. Message. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to get lost in the process. We definitely don't want to get lost in the process. So um, would you, can you kind of talk to, you know, now that we have, so here's the step. The step is we've made up our mind. We are now a size large when we were a size medium. We're in it for us. We want to get into the gym. We want to get back into fitness. Where do we start? Um, so starting is, for some I would say, is uh, actually kind of hard, right? So you, you make up your mind, like, all right, this is what I want to do. But then you start becoming, I guess, sort of, Uh, confused or you start hesitating because you don't know exactly where to start, right? So Mm -hmm. I would say um, once you have that that, um, thought or you've made up your mind, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, now you need to start looking into local gyms in your area to see what's uh, affordable for you. So Mm -hmm. – I know for me, when I started, I was going to Planet Fitness because it was $10 a month. (laughs) Mm. Um, And, you know, I mean, for uh, me as a a recent grad coming out of school, that was great because I know I I couldn't afford, you know, to be in some luxurious gym. Even though everybody wants, you know, that type of experience, you have to be, you know, realistic. Um, And so I I definitely would suggest looking into local gyms um, and checking out what the the price points are. Um, And then also, too, making sure that, you know, you have the actual gear to go to the gym, you know, making sure you have the the clothes, the appropriate footwear. Um, And it doesn't have to be, you know, what you see on these websites or, you know, on TV. You don't have to have the latest pair of Nikes or, you know, what have you. Um, Just as long as you're comfortable um, and as long as it's appropriate, you know, for you. Something that um, it it doesn't, you know, need to be flattering, (laughs) you know, in any way. As long as you feel comfortable and that you're able to move and do, you know, the appropriate exercises, then... Mm-hmm. It doesn't really, you know, matter. It doesn't have to be the magazine type of look. <laughs> right, right. Should we go to the gym with someone? Does it make it make starting easier? So going to the gym with a friend could um, could be easier for some people. Um, I know for me, I like to work out by myself because you know I I have this goal in mind. But if you have two people that are like-minded and, you know, they're going after the same thing for themselves, then that could work, right? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you, some people really do, you know, need that other person to sort of amp them up and, you know, get them going or keep them going. Because um, it's always nice to have company. Um but again, you know, just making sure that it is going to be somebody that is reliable. You know, they they miss a day or two that could affect you in certain ways. 
So um, definitely, if you feel like you want to have a partner, just make sure that it's definitely someone who is reliable, somebody who, um, you know, has certain goals that's going to keep them going and, you know, just keep each other on the same page. And it can go outside of the gym as well, too. So, um, you know, touching on diet, <laughs> um, the the gym partner that you have, maybe you guys, um, check in with each other on what you ate. Um, and maybe, you know, even if the schedules start to, um, I guess, misalign, then maybe you check in and say, hey, did you make it to the gym at this time? Or, you know, telling the person that I'm going to go to the gym and this is what I'm going to do. Sending each other videos, just, you know, little things here and there. So that even if you're not always able to go together, um, just having somebody that will keep you accountable is really big. Right, right. And I guess, too, that's where maybe getting a personal trainer, right, will, will come into play. Um, mm-hmm. And I know you had a per- you have or had a personal trainer as well, correct? Initially, I wasn't interested in um, training with, you know, a trainer. I was going with the flow by myself. Um, And once I got to a point where I ended up losing weight, uh, I was just, you know, getting bored in the gym. And I was just like, well, you know, what else can I do? Um, So I started playing around with different classes at the gym. um, And then I decided I wanted to start lifting weights. And at one point, I ended up injuring myself. So mm-hmm. once I <laughs> once that happened, I was just like, okay, you know, maybe let me take a step back and you know start researching some more. Um, and lucky for me, my best friend is a trainer. Um, but at the time, you know, he was still uh, looking into becoming certified. But he was a, a very reliable source that I could always tap into. Um, for different things, whether it be nutrition or how to do a certain workout. Um, and so once I decided that I really wanted to take my fitness to the next level, um, you know, I, I first started doing the uh, complimentary sessions with the trainer at the gym. Um, but then once my friend became certified, I was just like, all right, well, <laughs> since you were somebody that I um, – you know, I've trusted myself with as far as um, getting advice in order to advance myself along in my journey, then I I trusted um, myself enough to allow him to take me under his wing or, you know, give me further guidance in how to take myself to the next level. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think with anybody looking for a trainer, especially if you're – in a, uh, a gym and, you know, there's uh, going to be personal trainers at your particular gym, then definitely take advantage of getting a complimentary session just so you can see how well you guys work together because that's one of the, the main components with having a trainer. You know, it, it's, it's more than just somebody telling you what workouts you need to do. Um, you mm-hmm. know, this person is almost like, how you have a buddy, um, you know, but you end up 
opening up to this person, right? Because um, working out and fitness in general um, just opens up your mind to a whole different world. And you'll start tapping into certain feelings and emotions that you didn't even know was there. Um, So in a way, your personal trainer starts to become your diary. And you want to keep the communication open and you want to be very honest as well. Um, And so, at least for me, (laughs) you know, at first, when I was starting to become more serious, I, you know, had to track what I was eating and I had to track my workouts. Um, And with that, you really have to be honest because somebody can, you know, easily say, oh, I ate this. And I, you know, I did this workout today when in reality they may have not done the entire workout or instead of eating that salad, they had a a slice of pizza instead. And in the end, it's really going to reflect badly on you um, because you're not going to see the results. And then for your trainer, they're going to know that you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing because it's going to show. Um, and, you know, your credibility. So you, can't, you can't trick your trainer, huh? You cannot trick yeah. your trainer. <laughs> and, it's, you know, it's like a, it's just a, a waste of time, and it's, it's disrespectful, really. Like, you're paying this person, and they're trying to help you, and then in the end you're lying about, you know, something as simple as I ate, you know, this slice of pizza, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it, it's going to – be beneficial for you in the end, but it also allows you to, you know, really look at yourself in the mirror and say, wow, did I really need that slice of pizza? Did I really need that piece of chocolate? No. I should have just, you know, followed the guidelines. And so you start developing a certain uh, respect for yourself, um, and it just makes the trainer and client relationship better, too. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you I touched a lot on nutrition, um, mm-hmm. and you know that is a huge piece, right? Yeah. Um, if you're going going to the gym, but if you're mm-hmm. not maintaining your nutrition, it really just kind of negates whatever it is you're doing in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think some people, in in a way, feel like they can outrun what they eat. Um, And so by that, I mean there are people who go to the gym and then after the gym, they'll go and have, you know, chicken wings and fried rice (laughs) from, you know, the Chinese store. And that's all, that's, you're not doing all of the work. Um, You know, they say that abs are made in the kitchen and and really it's true. What you eat um, is giving you the proper nutrients for your body. So if you're eating foods that are high in, you know, fat content and then you, you go to the gym, well, you're going to have to go twice as hard or, you know, maybe you can't really even run off everything that you ate. Um, and it just really hinders not only your performance but also your progress. So you really want to make sure that what you're eating is appropriate, it's healthy, and it doesn't have to be, um, you know, I guess really strict, so to speak, right? So it doesn't have to be just a a bowl of lettuce, (laughs) you know, with 
unseasoned chicken, um, eating healthy could look uh, various different ways. So um, Mm. definitely having uh, nutrition be a really big portion of your uh, fitness journey is important because you want to make sure that um, you're giving your body the proper nutrients and feeding yourself appropriately, not overeating and um, not starving yourself at the same time. People have this misconception that when you you are dieting or you're, you know, eating healthy, that you can't eat a lot or, um, you know, that you're kind of starving yourself. And, you know, it's definitely not true. I would say that is 100% myth. I love food and I eat (laughs) often. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, it, it comes down to how much food that you're eating as well. Um, So let's say uh, for me on average, I eat five to six meals a day, um, but the portion sizes are smaller and not tiny, (laughs) you know, but smaller just so that I can um, fit all of the food into my day at reasonable times. And they're not all meals. It's meals with snacks too. Um, And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's just, important to do your research, really look into the nutrition facts even on the back of certain foods that you're eating, you know, and seeing what it's made up of. Um, You know, a lot of the packaged foods, they're filled with artificial flavors and all types of fillers that when you, you know, drill down to it, it's like, am I really even eating food? You know, so just um, starting to become mindful of what you're, what you're putting into your body is a really, you know, big step um, and key factor um, before you even get into these specific types of diets. Um, and mm-hmm. then also, too, I would say outside of food, drinking a lot of water is really big. Um, and it's something that is I think... Is it true that you should be drinking a gallon of water a day? So I would definitely, um, I would say you don't have to drink a gallon of water a day. Um, When I was training for the bodybuilding shows, I was drinking a gallon of water. But, you know, that's for when you're, you know, trying to get on stage. Everybody's not an athlete, though, to that, you know, extent. Um, And so... Really what you want to aim for is drinking about 8 to 12 glasses of water a day, which usually mm-hmm. comes out to about half a gallon. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it, it, it really, too, depends on, I guess, from what you're saying is what your goal is. Like right. what is your goal? Like what is your fitness goal and what are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Yes. And then that yeah. would be um, – that would determine how you're eating um, and, you know, in terms of maybe even caloric intake, right? So, like, how many calories are you taking in, in your diet daily? Right, um, yeah. With it. So um, that also goes into, you know, do you want to gain muscle mass? Do you want to lose weight? You know, are you toning? Are you trimming? Are you what? So I think that, you know, based on what you're saying, figuring out what your goal is would ultimately determine how you should be eating. Right, definitely. Um, 
especially too with the um, either losing or gaining um, weight. You, if you're losing, then you're going to be in what's called a calorie deficit. So you're going to be um, burning more calories than you're taking in. And again, that doesn't mean you're going to be starving yourself, but your workouts are um, essentially going to give you that intensity enough so that you're going to burn off more than what you're taking in. And so in that way, that's when you start to lose weight slowly but surely. Now, in mm-hmm. a, when you're gaining weight, that's when you're going to be eating more calories than you burn off. And um, it doesn't mean that you're going to gorge yourself, <laughs> you know, so going and eating like a handful of fries and all of this, like you're still eating um, appropriately and um, getting the proper nutrients that you need, but now you're going to be eating maybe more protein and more carbs um, and adding that into your diet um, instead of cutting back on those. Um, and so that will allow you to gain the muscle mass maybe that you your desire um, instead of losing the weight that you want to. So we made up our mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, are, we have our workout clothes we are have our gym membership we either have a trainer or our buddy we we are set on that end and then we go we go to the grocery store we are getting um, the right um, kinds of food and we're all set to do our meal preps now we're actually um, in the gym we're getting ready to work out what are we doing? Are we working out every day? Are we doing three times a day? What is recommended? Uh, so starting out, I recommend working out at least two to three times a week, probably three times a week, um, definitely. Um, and you, you, the reason I suggest two to three times is because you you're kind of, just starting to get into a routine. Um, mm-hmm. And so it will take your body some getting used to in that way, um, you know, especially if you're not really used to working out at all. Um, it can come to, it can come as sort of a shock to the body. Uh, so you want to definitely allow yourself to rest or give yourself some rest days in between the days that you're working out. So two to three days starting out would be really good. And if we're working out two to three days a week, is it, you know, like I said, the Internet can be a blessing and a curse, right? So you have so many different people that have so many different ideas. You don't do upper body and lower body together. You do, you know, do upper body and then two days later you do lower body like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does that even matter? Does it matter really? Or do we just do what's comfortable? Yeah, so uh, again, this is more of what you feel comfortable doing. So you can do, you can split your workouts, um, you know, depending on if you want to work certain parts of your body on different days 
Or you can go ahead and do full body workouts each day that you're working out. Um, so it really depends. I've done both before where, you know, maybe one month I'm doing full body workouts on the days that I'm going to the gym. And then the next month maybe I, you know, I decide oh, I want to split it up and focus on my upper body, let's say on Monday. And then on Wednesday I focus on my lower body and then repeat the cycle throughout the week. So mm-hmm. it really depends on, you know, how you feel. Um, because some people, you know, they, they get really sore, and so maybe they just want to do one, they want to focus on one part of the body and then give themselves mm-hmm. some time to recover that part while they go and target the other part of their body the next day. So many things, and people really write things on there sometimes and uh, almost state it as if it's a fact. <laughs> like, you can't do, you can't do both on the same day. Period, and it's just like, why not? Like, <laughs> or where, you know, what? What's the source of this? Or do you have, you know, actual facts um, that would make me think that if I do an upper and lower body workout on the same day, that it's going to be harmful for me? You know, so you mm-hmm. you kind of have to look at it in that way, um, because I think a lot of the time, too, people are maybe just writing from their own experience or, you know, what they prefer and they state it as a fact instead of, you know, really writing it from a different perspective as, you know, an opinion or a suggestion. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So we have some good information. So you have kind of walked us through in a very short space of time starting, getting started, actually doing, and actually trying to implement um, some of what it is that we should be doing. Um, is, there any, is there any tips in terms of that you may have for us when we're actually working out? So I would say starting out um, – starting out small or simple. Um, And I say that because, again, you know, looking at the Internet, whether it's, you know, videos on YouTube or little clips on Instagram, you'll see certain things on there that people are doing, and it's really just to drive traffic to, you know, their page or their website. Um, And... A, a lot of that I wouldn't, you know, suggest or I wouldn't try to strive for either. Um, some of those things you can end up hurting yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, you know, starting out, especially for weightlifting, you definitely want to make sure that you have the proper form. Um, and so there are certain uh I guess, videos that you can look at, you know, if you type it in on YouTube, you know, how to, uh, what or what's the proper form for a squat or something like that. Um, Those are things that you want to look into first before, you know, even attempting a movement. Then once you feel like you have the proper form, I would say starting out with just your body weight is really... Mm -hmm all you, you, you know, could do at first. 
Um, and I know for me, it definitely took some time. I was doing uh, weightlifting as part of a class at first, so not even like free weights. <laughs> and part of that, too, was also because I was um, intimidated by some of the people at the gym, to be honest, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going in there and there's people, you know, who they're just really built and, you know, they're focused and they got all this weight going on and you're just like, wow, I can't even, like, begin to think about picking that up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, you know, it can definitely be scary, like, for me, especially as a woman, too, um, going into the gym uh, there are some men in there who really feel like, well, you know, this is a, a man's sport or, you know, this is where, uh, you know, men really hang out and they won't um, expect a woman to come into that space and really be serious about using the equipment, even though, you know, in today's world, we are all over the gym just as much as men are. Um, you know, you still find that some people are, you know, kind of ignorant. So just another tip too, um, stay focused and don't let anybody intimidate you. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you see other, you know, people um, that do have these beautiful physiques, um, take notice and admire it or, you know, take a moment to admire it and don't let it uh, bring you down or, you know, don't develop a, a, a thought of envy or jealousy. As a, a beginner starting out, definitely for weightlifting, um, making sure you have the proper form, and then starting off with body weight or very little weight, and then just allowing mm-hmm. yourself to, you know, build up. Once you, you feel like if you're not using any weight and you feel like, okay, maybe I could, you know, start off with little light weights, then challenge yourself. Um, because mm-hmm. that's what I think it, a lot of people start missing once they get used to it. Now you have to begin to step out of your comfort zone. Right? So you have the, maybe you, you're working with a trainer and you have a workout plan and it's going great. And now you're really getting to a point where you, you got it down packed. All right, mm-hmm. so now let's see what else we can do. Or maybe you can go a little heavier on the weight, you know, and um, it's just all about really staying committed to the journey or committed to uh, why, your your why or your purpose for even starting, whether it was, you know, initially trying to lose weight or gain weight, like, just keep that, that main point in mind and that'll keep you going every time. And then we know your specialty now is doing yoga. Um, Some of us are, you know, you you think of yoga, but you don't really think of it in terms of fitness necessarily. Um, You see it and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, certain people do yoga and they need to get centered and get their mind together. Mm -hmm. But yoga has several um, benefits, right? Health benefits. Yes. Benefits. Yeah, so well, I'll uh, I'll go a little bit into how I I got started. Um, so I I mentioned once I started weightlifting, I injured myself, and mm-hmm. 
I started uh, recovering or healing myself through yoga. Um, so initially, you know, it was just to get my my back in order because I pulled a muscle. And after that, you know, I, I, uh, I found a, a local studio near the apartment that I was in, and the beginner classes happened to be uh, donation-based, which means you can um, contribute as much as you want or as little, you know, depending on how much you have. So I went to beginner classes, and uh, before I knew it, I was, you know, kind of enjoying it, so I just kept going back, and uh, so much so that the instructor <laughs> kind of told me at the end of one of the classes, like, you, you can maybe start looking into taking it up a, a, a notch, right? So <laughs> this is, again, where you start thinking, like, all right, let me step a little bit out of my comfort zone. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I started going to more advanced classes, which was scary at first. There are people in there doing some things that you're just like, I didn't even know that was possible. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, you know, I kept going back, and um, I started realizing that it was helping me with a lot of things. Um, So besides the fact that I was um, in the gym, you know, with weightlifting, you know, so it was helping me um, with the recovery aspect of that, allowing me to stretch myself out and, um, you know, release any tension that I had from lifting weight. It also was helping me uh, through a very stressful period in my life. So, um, you know, within the yoga practice, you're giving yourself the time to, like you said, become centered and really allow the mind to slow down. And at that time, I was working at, like, a really uh, fast-paced company. I was working in uh, advertising and marketing. So the hours were sort of long, uh, some of the days, and it was demanding. And so that was becoming stressful. And then uh, the year before that, my mom passed away. So I was still going through, you know, grieving and not really knowing how to express it. Um, And so these were all things that were starting to come up and things that I was starting to uh, learn how to cope with or face simply by going to yoga, which I was sort of, you know, shocked (laughs) by, like, I really, you know, every time I I left the class, I really felt better. Um, And not saying, like, it's going to totally wipe your, you know, your problems or your worries away, but it does help you to um, refocus your thoughts or your uh, um, going about things a different way. Um, It it opens your mind to uh, thinking a different way. So... Um, after, I would say, another year or of uh, practicing, that's when I decided that I wanted to take my yoga journey further and started looking into um, training programs, not necessarily to uh, teach, but just to learn more about how, you know, yoga was developed and 
where and the philosophy behind it because it was set, it had such an impact on my life and mm-hmm. now I teach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, uh, I mean, besides the fact that it, it can be um, a complement to what you're doing in the gym, you know, whether it be cardio or weightlifting, right, so it can help you gain flexibility or more mobility um, in your joints. Um, on the other end of it, there's the uh, mental clarity aspect. Um, there's things that, you know, go on in your body that you're not really aware of um, until you really sit down on the mat and breathe. Um, And so one big thing I would say that I learned from yoga is how to breathe. (laughs) And it Mm. sounds crazy, um, but um, once I I started regularly practicing, that's when I realized how I was shortchanging myself, not fully taking breaths. And so Mm. coming onto the mat, you come to realize how to find your your breath to begin to let it all go. So many different benefits (laughs) that I can um, go into and share, but it's definitely, I think, something that's worth trying out or, you know, looking into. Tons of uh, options as far as looking into, you know, classes, whether it be through a gym that you're a member at. Um, you can, you know, do research on uh, local yoga studios in your area. Um, and then, too, there's also tons of apps and uh, YouTube channels. Uh, so I know, you know, people like to go the free route. And yes, so that's, yes. <laughs> that's also... <laughs> That is also an option here. There are uh, plenty of yogis who like to share their content. Oh, and where can they find you if they so, want to know more about yoga or they want to yeah. take a class? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so right now I am on Instagram. Uh, I am Yogi Yana, so that's why. O G I dot Y A N A on Instagram. And um, I am in New York City right now. I'm teaching at a studio in the Bronx, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It's called uh, One Yoga for All. Uh, and there's a, a variety of classes that are held there, but that's my uh, main home for now. But I'll also be venturing out to Jersey pretty soon to start mm-hmm. giving some classes. Um, and I host events with the uh, Sweat Party, uh, which is usually held in uh, Manhattan. And I will also be leading meditation classes at Beast uh, Evolved, which is a boutique fitness studio in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. So lots of places to find you. Um, Just in case you're listening and you are interested in learning more about yoga, definitely go and follow Ayana. Um, Definitely hit her up if you are interested in learning more about (laughs) becoming a female bodybuilder. I'm sure she'll have some tips as well in that arena. Um, So definitely hit her up and ask her any questions that you may have. Ayana was so 
um, gracious enough to actually um, provide us a little um, cheat sheet with some exercises and different things like that that will be uploaded. So thank you so much for that. Um, so the listeners have access to a little tip sheet with some exercises and things like that that you can do as we start off our new year um, working on our new bodies, working on our new perspectives and our new lives. Yeah, Ayana, definitely. thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Oh, and by the way, that uh, tip sheet um, does include actual workouts that I do. Um, my trainer was gracious enough to lend a hand and provide some of that as well. So if you guys want to oh. look him up, his information's on there too. Um, so he's uh, on Instagram as Quotable, and he also has his website. Or quote Adele, sorry, that's his name. Hold your head up high, you're unbreakable.